All right, I'm excited today to be able to have another special guest with us. I have um, with us uh, Jack. How are you doing, Jack? Great, Josh. Thank you. How are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. And so I'm definitely excited to be able to um, be able to connect with you a little bit more. And so we've had some connections on Twitter and we've had a couple email uh, things back and forth. And we actually shared some things that you shared with us. And so some of your favorite um, quotes and moments and things like that. And so we're definitely thankful for the contribution you've done already. No, thanks. It, it, it was my pleasure. I, uh, as I said to you before we started recording, I just want to thank you and Mark for giving me this opportunity. It's, uh, you know, it's been a long, I don't even know how long it's been. What is it? Three or four years since season eight went off the air and it's been a long time. I remember those, those really teasing rumors of that movie which obviously never never came and um i just think that going season by season and going over some favorite lists and how people got into 24 and just kind of like like just everything about the show is is just going to make it um so much more enjoyable once may 2014 rolls around yeah definitely and so that's kind of what our hope is to kind of help get people back in the 24 mind frame and help us to remember some of the different things that happened through the seasons. And so uh, definitely, we've had, definitely had a great time trying to go back and reminisce. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit then about how you got started watching 24 and uh, from there, maybe kind of go and explain a little bit about the blog that you had. Um, sure. Um, it was actually my sophomore year of college, the fall semester. Uh, I was taking a class with a friend of mine who ended up being a very good coll- a very good friend of mine. He was one of my groomsmen at my, my wedding. I, I only picked him to be a groomsman because he introduced me to 24. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, my, but my buddy Dan, Dan Nicholas, he, uh, he had the first season on DVD, so I was fortunate enough to, have, uh, to, to start with the very first season. And um, he was just like, you know what? He, he knew my taste. He knew what kind of stuff I liked in TV and film. And he said, I, I really think you're, you're going to like this show. So we, we went back to my, my, my dorm room. We, we were not roommates at the time. And we, we, we watched about, you know, two or three episodes straight. And, and I, I was hooked from there. And even before the first season was over, I remember going on Amazon and ordering seasons two and three on DVD because those were the only others available, powered through those. Um, when I got home for the um, for the winter break, the Christmas break, season four just was released. Power through that one, and then I was fully caught up for the following January, which um, which was when season five debuted. Okay, now wait a minute. So, so how what time frame was it that you went through all four seasons? <laughs> uh, yeah, l- the the luxury of a college uh, college student life where you had a lot of free time. Um, I started, I would say, I would say maybe end of September and so four full seasons, however many 24 episodes times four is, I was done in, I was done b- before, before the new year. So I would say three months. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a pretty intense 24 watching right there. And so I'm actually a little jealous of that. Yeah, I mean, I was hooked, and and it's just, uh, you know, it was just, uh, it was a, it was a really great experience, and I'm fortunate uh, that, uh, you know, that that he uh, that he introduced me to it because I think you and Mark had 
had discussed it at one point, but I don't know about you guys, but I'm just not the best on while I'm watching TV and I see like a coming ad for a brand new show. I never remember when it's on or to give it a chance. You know, it's it's always like my other favorite shows. I always start like two or three seasons in, but I always start from the beginning. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of what happened with us. I mean, I didn't really hear too much about 24 early on. Um, it was my wife that had introduced me, and so I think I probably had seen a little bit here and there, but it, nothing that really caught my attention so much. But, yeah, so well, that's good. Now, now tell us a little bit about the blog that you had, and so there are some, definitely some great things that you shared with um, us, and so I'd like you to be able to share that with the others as well. Yeah, um, I uh, back uh, back when I was in college and then graduated from college, um, I was looking for a job uh, actually in journalism, and they were hard uh, hard to come by. And so, in the meantime, uh, in addition to working some other non journalism jobs, I, I I was still keeping up my blog. That I mean, it was pretty much for two topics, either the Mets, which are my favorite uh, baseball team um, from New York, or talking about 24. And <clears throat> I, I was able to interact with a couple of fans on 24. So this was, I mean, Twitter was around, but it wasn't what Twitter is now. So really in the comments of my blog was, there was a really like two or three people that I was able to interface with. And that's why I think whether it's this podcast or how Twitter has evolved, it's amazing how many more 24 fans you can uh, speak with now all around the world, let alone the country. And um, yeah, I actually, through searching on Facebook, I actually made contact with uh, three of the actors. Um, one of them was Xander Berkeley, who played George Mason, James Morrison, who played Bill Buchanan, and um, I believe his name was Cameron Dado. He played uh, only two episodes. He played the vice president in uh, season seven. Um, but I, I, I made contact with them, and, and, and I just said, hey, I ha- I'm a big 24 fan. I have a blog. Would you mind, uh, you know, answering a few questions for me? And they were they were totally cool with it. I, uh, I sent the questions over email, they responded, and uh, they're still up on that blog. You know, I have, I have since not really updated the blog. I've been busy with other stuff. And, and then, of course, 24 kind of went, um, actually, it's funny, it kind of co- coincided with uh, when season eight ended. I'm just realizing now that I haven't updated that, that blog anymore. But yeah, I mean, if anybody would want to go read those those interviews, they're still there. The URL is metsmatrix.blogspot.com. And um, besides just what they think of the character and the writers, what I found cool about those interviews is the behind-the-scenes stuff um, that you know us fans would not be able to know about the show. Yeah. Yeah, those are definitely some good interviews. So, um, yeah, you shared that, uh, I don't know, a month ago or a couple weeks ago at least. And so... Um, yeah, we were getting ready to share it, but, uh, since you mentioned about coming on, I figured I'd have you share it. So oh, thank that you. was great. Um, and we'll definitely have a link to that, um, in the show notes. And so if you want to go check that out, we'll have links to those interviews and you can check out the rest of his site as well and be able to kind of see some of the other things that he's done trying to, uh, promote and reminisce and so forth about 24. So, uh, Jack, why don't you go ahead and, um, and let us know what is, uh, maybe your favorite season out of all of them. Do you have a favorite? 
You know, Josh, it, it was funny. Driving home for, from work last night, I knew, uh, you know, this was one of the questions we were going to discuss. And it's just, man, it's always so hard with this show, you know, because obviously uh, they each have their own different unique uh, plot and twist and villain and, you know, time in his life that Jack is in. So, you know, I, I you know, that's like the, the boring answer. But I, I, I really have always stuck by season five being my favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, just from spoiler alert for any fans that have not, uh, that have not caught up to season five, but, um, you know, I, I've always just loved the right, right out of the, right out of the gate, Palmer gets assassinated. You're like, okay, this is how they're setting up this season. It's going to be that crazy. Then from there, it wasn't over targeting Michelle, Chloe, Tony, Michelle actually dying. We think Tony died. Um, Jack having to come out of hiding. Um, what else? Eventually, Logan being revealed as a bad guy. I mean, how huge was that? The president of the United States. Um, also, um, um, sorry, I, I lost my, my train of thought. <laughs> um Oh, oh, and, and, and just, I think it was kind of the first time that we learned a little more about kind of like a shadow group that is always behind the person. I, I mean, I, I, I know we learned a little bit about it in season two with, you know, um, like uh, the guy on, on the boat, he was kind of working with Peter Kingsley. But, you know, we like never heard from that guy again, where this was. We saw those guys, I, I always called them the, the Bluetooth men. We saw them in that room, and obviously it turned out that, you know, Graham was Jack's brother. But I just found uh, I just found all that stuff in the season to be, uh, the, the whole dynamic with the first lady, I just found that stuff to be really, really uh, different for 24, um, and rightfully so when it won uh, a few Emmys that year. That's good. Yeah, I definitely like that one. And so I I mentioned that season three is my favorite, and that's what we're going to get ready to yeah. talk about a little bit later. And that's what we're going to be focusing on during this next month or so. Yeah. And so, yeah, but I definitely like season five. And so, I mean, it's just kind of, uh, I mean, several great quotes and several great things there. Just the first uh, one or two episodes um, there with Jack coming out of hiding and beating Chloe and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, definitely very intense stuff. Um, is there maybe a favorite character that you have? Any uh, one of the characters that maybe? I mean, obviously everyone likes Jack. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jack. Um, is there someone that that maybe stands out to you as one of your favorites? Yeah. Um, once you eliminate Jack, which I think is what you have to do because everybody likes him, uh, I'm going to appease uh, Joel and the Bring Back Tony fan club. <laughs> it was it, it was funny. It just ever since. You know, yes, he started off with a rocky relationship with Jack in the first season. I mean, the early part of the first season. But ever since you saw that scene where Tony rescues um, uh, Terry and Kim from the safe house, and always, I, and I think you guys talked about it one time. I wasn't sure if it was you or Mark or Mark and Joel, but he always had that knack for, you know, you see the guy raising the gun, and then he, he drops to the ground, and then Tony is there with his gun shooting him. I mean, he just had that knack of always being in the right place at the right time saving jack and i i mean we could talk f four hours long about how you know they really developed that character and i'm I, and I'm, I'm i'm really happy they did because 
um, you know, all the, you know, you know, they, they do kill off characters pretty, pretty frequently. And, and it, and it really makes it more of a character driven show, which is always my favorite type. And that's why I'm happy when I saw the new season, season nine, that they are bringing in some, some, um, familiar faces because yeah, new characters are great and, and they're really fun to get to know, but I mean, if it's just Jack and you don't recognize anyone else, I mean, it, it, it obviously would be 24, but I don't think it would be, it, it would be the same. So, so by far, by far my favorite um, has always been, has, has always been Tony. Um, when, uh, when, when I was watching that, uh, if, if you remember back to, I believe it was season four when, um, which I won't give two away because you guys aren't up to that yet, but when he was, um, I think they made it look like he had he had died in a I think it was like a car explosion later on in the year and then you and then I was just like blown away I was like wow they really just killed him off and then you know besides Jack who he's gone through so much stuff in his character development and his and his um and just his his overall place in life through every single season Tony has almost just as much or maybe you can argue even more i mean just like just like jack he eventually loses his wife um terry and michelle were both pregnant when they were killed um they both were killed because of their jobs you know nina in ctu for terry and michelle with the um with the car bomb at the beginning of season five by logan's group um and I, I I just I just find it amazing how through all the the first I would say five or so seasons you know they had similar stuff happen to them and they were kind of the same season six you could skip because Tony wasn't in it but then when you get to season seven you could you could see the fork in the you know you could see the road fork because as bad as Jack's life has been and his wife being killed he stayed on the right path and he stayed uh, you know. Uh, a good guy and helping his country, and obviously we know where Tony uh, forked over to, and and I still love him. But uh, you know, I I always found that fascinating. Where he's he he's almost as good as Jack, but he can never be as good as Jack. And so yeah, I, I mean a, a couple other favorites uh, after Tony, just because of how how many cool scenes they've had and how they've helped Jack. Is of course I I've always loved Bill. Bill, Bu Bill Buchanan has always been a favorite of mine. I mean, how can you like? How how could you not like Chloe? If not for her awesome, you know, scenes helping Jack and her computer skills, just of course for the 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 quirky remarks. Um, yeah. Oh man, you could have a podcast just on like quotes by Chloe. Um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so I I would say by far it's Jack. Uh, excuse me, but by far it's Tony. But uh, there are a few others. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So now we're going to be jumping a little bit more into season three. And so because uh, we kind of wrapped up season two last week, or uh, actually I guess not we, but uh, Mark and um, Joel. Joel, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gotta love when my Mr. mind goes President. blank. <laughs> And so, uh, so anyway, so so they actually uh, wrapped it up for us last week, and so uh, gave some great stuff there. But now we get to season three. Um, do you have any thoughts on season three? Kind of get us started on it. 
Yeah, sure. Um, Season three, I I always found the start of it very uh, unique and different because, I mean, besides season one, which, of course, season one had to start out with him having his job at CTU and having his normal type of routine because that was the first ever season. But season three is the only other season where it starts off with Jack, um, unless I'm completely having a uh, a brain uh, malfunction right now he's this this should be the only other season that he starts out you know having the job at CTU having um you know you know working on r- real missions having a real working relationship with those with those people and 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 I think that was a really um that was a really fresh and different start compared to you know, obviously how he started off with season two with the beard and depressed and everything. So, um, and then I, I saw something you wrote on, I believe it was on the 24 podcast website mm-hmm. when, uh, you, you know, you say how, how much of a bang it starts off with, with the dead body. Yeah. Yeah. That is just, that, that, that was great. Um, I, I think that 24 is, is kind of, you know, I feel like they're kind of the innovative starters of that, where a lot of um, TV shows, when they have to, uh, when it's brand new and no one knows the characters, no one knows if it's going to be good or bad, they need to build a lot and and, and have a foundation, whereas uh, 24, it's amazing, whether you have season five, Palmer getting assassinated, season three with the body, uh, season seven, um, that guy who gets um, who gets kidnapped by uh, Tony and the ski mask, um, all that stuff. I just think is one of the trademarks of Twenty Four, and uh, and in season three, uh, you know, kicks off like that. Yeah, yeah, it does. And so, I mean, season one, uh, kind of going back there, it starts out pretty slow, and yeah. so you kind of just see Jack. Jack at his home and they're just kind of relaxed a little bit. Yeah, there's that little tiff with Kim and then, okay, now that whole thing kind of starts up and he gets called in work. But it's kind of a slow thing in season three. It's just, boom, here we we got this dramatic uh, event that's taking place. And so they're just right into it. And then it, it flashes to um, Jack and Chase at the jail confronting Salazar, who then, uh, while he's in there about to sign his agreement, sits there and kills his lawyer. And so, I mean, there's all this action just being um, put together right at once. And so I kind of like that. And so 24, they're, they're like, uh, uh, they're saying, well, we're not going to play around. We only have 24 hours to cram this in, so we're just going to get into it. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I know. I, I, I mean, if, if, if we had known um, in the first episode that this was going to be um, the first time that we see Jack a- actually outside of the United States, you know, when he goes to – uh, Mexico, we, uh, I think we would completely understand why they had to start off that quickly. I mean, it's amazing how much they, they actually fit into this third season. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, as I was, uh, I'm starting to go back through and, uh, watch it again. And I mean, it's just crazy how quick I, I'm looking back through it. I, I didn't realize that the events went as quick as they did. And so, um, and so, uh, hopefully we're not giving too many spoilers, for people um but i but uh when tony goes to the mall and he gets shot in the neck 
Um, I thought that was later in the season. That, that was the third episode that that happened. And so um, it just kind of threw me for a loop as I was watching to get how fast all the events were taking place. And so. Yeah, I, I, I completely forgot also how, um, how early that was. Um, and just shows, shows just another example um, of how awesome Tony is. The guy gets shot in the neck and he's back to work like an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, you know, hint if the writers are listening, you you need to bring him back. Yeah, bring back Tony. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um the other thing, if we're just thrown out uh you know overview type of uh things from season three, you know, I know you guys will, will go into it a more uh, segmented view next week, but I I mean this is also the season that um has that ridiculously crazy, awesome, iconic moment of the Chappelle death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. And I think, I'll tell you, uh, Josh, when I was watching this for the first time, I was, again, getting back to my my sophomore year of college, I was watching it with my buddy Dan, and I remember, like, for the most part, I mean, it's amazing, throughout the first two seasons and, and half of season three, Jack gets through anything. He finds a way to not only protect himself or protect the loved ones or get the innocent people out, but also bring down the bad guy and maybe bend on a little bit of the bad guy's, you know, uh, wishes. But when, 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 um, Saunders calls up and says, Oh, this guy, you know, Chappelle has been following the money trail. You need to dispose of them. And then my men will pick them up. I thought, okay, he's going to have some, some plan where 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 he he gets him out or there's a decoy or there's a fake i I mean you you see what you see what jack did with nina with that bulletproof vest in season one um later on we didn't know it's a season three obviously but you see how he fakes uh renee walker's death he fakes his own death so i mean it's the guy knows how to get out of sticky situations and when they land in the helicopter and he's having that very sensitive and, you know, fragile, shaky talk with Chappelle. And you could see Chappelle, uh, you know, freaking out. And and he actually, I, I did not believe it actually would happen, even though the gun was to his head, until I heard that gunshot and you see his body collapse to the floor. I mean, I remember my jaw was open for about 10 minutes. Yeah, that, that was definitely shocking for sure. And so, yeah, it, that was just crazy. I mean, it's almost like you can't, you got to stop watching for a little bit to kind of get, get your mind kind of wrapped back around what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, going back to, um, uh, for us fans, you know, we, we love the, the silent clocks and stuff like that. And you know what, even though he was for 90, I would say 95% of his time on the show, he was not like Chappelle, uh, did receive a silent clock. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, the last couple episodes that he was in, I mean, you really started to like him. Well, and, well, actually, I think probably most of season three, I mean, you see him, and, yeah. and I mean, he's he's uh, been able to witness a lot more about uh, the front lines of what actually goes on and witnessing what Jack does and starting to realize that, okay, he's just doing what has to be done, even yeah. though it's not per se by the book. And so he's starting to, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, he and Jack are starting to bond a little bit more. And yeah. so you start to like yeah, him definitely. a little bit more because of that. 
Yeah. And uh, Josh, the other thing you you mentioned when he goes into the the the, uh, the the prison early on, and you know that was the obviously our first glimpse at Chase. Um, I, I guess officially as a partner, I mean, I, I guess he really is the only quote unquote official partner he has. Uh, you know, I, obviously he's worked in the field with Curtis and Cole and a bunch of other guys, but. Um, but I mean, Chase is his official partner and, and I thought that was very refreshing to see, oh, okay, wow, they're, they're finally being smart. They're giving the guy who saves the world every single time, uh, someone to back him up. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never even thought of that. That is, uh, interesting. I mean, yeah, he hasn't had any other partners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you think about like all the other people remember, uh, who is that guy in, uh, sees uh, Mike Doyle. Was that his name? He was the um, season six. Remember, he came in and he had um. There were oh. like some some talk about him that he was like a physical abuser and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I I I forget if I think his name was Doyle, but like that sounds he right. was a yeah. That was when they they rigged that circuit board to blow up in his face and he was blinded from it or something like that. Um, season six is kind of like a, probably the one everyone knows the least. Um, I, I mean, like there, there were definitely, you know, I know you guys will get to this one day, but there are definitely parts of season six that I do like, but it probably is the overall, uh, uh, the, the weakest one, but yeah, I just thought getting back to chase, sorry to get off topic here. Um, I, I I would say getting back to Chase, it is it's a, and I guess really not until season eight when you see Cole and a couple of the comments Cole makes about how Jack is a legend and an idol and blah blah blah. I I really do think that Chase is made in the mold of a Jack. You know he's he's a he's a patriot. Um, he really loves his country. He wants to help his country, protect his country. And he's also he, he's also Jack in the sense that he wants all that, but also wants that personal family life, which Jack has obviously gone through and knows it's unrealistic with a job like his and tries to help him out like that. So I, I, I kind of viewed him as almost almost like a son that Jack never had in the sense that he's he's able to tell him and guide him with all this, um, you know, the the tricks in the trade of, of the profession. Right. Right. Yeah. And actually there were, um, throughout the season, I mean, as the season progressed, I mean, the first half, I didn't necessarily think it, but definitely the second half I was kind of thinking, I mean, um, if they actually kill off Jack, cause I mean, they've come really close a bunch of times. And so if they actually kill off Jack, I could see chase kind of taking that up and kind of being the next Jack. And so he, he was like that caliber. He had that kind of that, um, that mind frame and that um, boldness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember, um, you know, th there's so many characters, whether they're partners or not partners um, in 24, where of course, when Jack is about to do a torture technique or something brutal, you know, they have, um, uh, you know, they oppose it and we have to go through that whole song and dance. But I remember this one, um, I was going back on that 24, um, wikipedia site and i and and i remember there's this one scene i think it's fairly early on um 
I think they're Chase and Jack are going through saying it really is one of the first like three or four episodes they're going through like a really rundown apartment building where I think there's like a lot of drug addicts and okay yeah yeah you remember that and like they, they finally chase this guy down and Jack is questioning him Chase is holding him and the guy's not answering Jack Jack's question so he just says Chase he just says his name and then Chase you know like stomps on the guy's like bone wounds or something like that so they were kind of made in the same mold as that and that of course was great to see because Jack has had so many times where he's had to be stopped in an interrogation and he had to lose information because of you know bureaucrats and stuff like that right right yeah and actually then yeah I think that was probably the second episode oh okay um maybe early on in the third but yeah but then you see uh, I think in the fourth, I actually just watched this. Um, you see Chase, uh, or, or Jack is is uh, is mad at Chase and kind of punishing him, so to speak, for his relationship with Kim. Right. And and so kind of saying, okay, you well, you just stay at the office. And so and Chase isn't liking this, so he's at the office for a while. And finally, he says, forget this, I'm leaving. And yeah. so I mean, he, he that's like a Jack movie. He's like, hey, I'm not gonna stay. I'm just gonna go do what I need to do. And so yeah. he goes to the prison to interrogate uh salazar and so and so he convinces the um the warden to let him in and and even the black out the cameras and everything so yeah. he can go in there by himself you see chase step in there and uh salazar is kind of all all cocky and all that and then you see chase just there and he's wrapping his hand in there and salazar's just yeah. there. and also chase just whops him in the face and slams him against the wall and yeah and so, very much a Jack move. And oh, so, yeah. Yeah, cool. there, there were so many scenes in 24 where Chase was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. But, you know, of course, trying to do the right thing. Um, right. For the most part, you know, like you were saying in the prison, not knowing what, you know, Jack was trying to do. I mean, then again, maybe you would think not only as a partner, but knowing Jack's re reputation that y you would know he would never turn on his country but like the thing in the prison or if you remember on the in the on the ranch in mexico um you know when they find chase they capture him and you know remember when he gives him the gun and jack has to shoot him but they didn't load a bullet in there yeah yeah that was I pretty mean, those, those were some crazy scenes yeah and uh you know and, and then of course in the end with the um with the axe, you know, chopping his his hand off. I, I you know, it, it's just it's amazing of all the the good things that Chase was and how much he was made in the mold of Jack. I I may, maybe after we're 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 done with with this episode, I'll, I'll go back and really try to uh, research this if there was any talk about it because I wonder if there was something with a contract malfunction or something like that with the actor because hmm. or. Or maybe they just thought there was no more story they could tell. Because I, I really don't understand why they wouldn't. I mean, for a main character like that, they never just. Hello. Of, um, you know, killing them hey. off or, you know, uh, making them sacrifice their self, something like that. Hey, and especially with the whole 
um, relationship with Kim and everything. I it was kind of abrupt. I mean, when when I started season four, I don't know about you, but I was looking around for Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, they they kind of left it off. Let's see. Actually, um, I'm trying to trying to think of the yeah things that took place here. Um, I think it was actually season five that we hear something about him. And oh so, right. And 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 at, and at that point, um, Kim is saying, "Yeah, he kind of kind of went off, and now he's doing his own thing. We're not together anymore, and all that kind of stuff." So, yeah. So I mean, he just kind of fizzled off to the background somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, they they uh, yeah, Kim does say that in season five, and that actually jogs my memory. They do make a reference to him in season four. If you remember, Jack goes into CTU on that. You know, he he's like the he's the media uh, intermediary between Secretary Heller and CTU, and he and it's just a routine meeting. He says hi to Chloe, and I think um, I, I guess Chloe asks how Kim and Chase are doing. I think Jack says something like he took a job with a personal security firm and him and Kim are helping to raise Chase's baby. Okay. Yeah. I think I kind of remember that. I'll have to, yeah, I'm going to watch that again. Yeah. So, something like that. So it's kind of interesting how, you know, they had that little background going on, but then the writers completely changed it and made Chase like kind of into like, you know, uh, a cruel guy where, I mean, for whatever reason, he just, leaves Kim in season five and maybe that's why they wanted to maybe leave it open so Kim could have different relationships in the show like with that psychologist and then late you know late later on with the guy she marries and has Jack's granddaughter with but it was just uh it it was kind of one of those characters that I, I wish we were able to see more of but that's the way it goes I guess with these writers <laughs> yeah yeah but uh yeah, I mean Chase was definitely a great character. I said he did a really good job, yeah, being able to play that role. And so, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, with him and then Jack and um, Tony, I mean, they all had this struggle of doing their job yet trying to preserve the personal relationship and family aspect. Yeah, uh, and so and so they're all torn in these different ways. And you kind of see uh, maybe the different ways that their reactions or their actions have done as far as to, as far as how those relationships turned out. So, I mean, you can see um, Jack's constant struggle relationship with his daughter. And then um, Tony and Michelle have a, uh, a struggle um, through this season, th- uh, season three. And then yeah. in season four, we find that they've been separated and then they end up getting back together at the end of that. And then um, she's killed and, um, season five and that kind of spins Tony off into a, a new tangent. Yeah. And then, um, and then chase, I mean, you can see that it kind of, um, did his, uh, so it kind of went somewhere in between. And so, I mean, it kind of tore him and Kim apart. Um, apparently the actions that, that were taken. And so, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is always nice with, um, with, with, with this type of show. Um, I mean, I, 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 don't have much experience with watching a lot of cop type of shows and 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 stuff like that but I'm not sure if any of the these other type of cop or government dramas really go into the the personal lives and how 
their relationships are affected just like me and you and normal people in real life when you're having a bad day or you're you know having uh differences with a family member and, and stuff like that and of course when you work in the same you know building like tony and michelle do and it has you know um you know national security uh ramifications i i i always l l like that they definitely round out characters um m more so than just knowing them as oh they just serve the country they have no other things to worry about in their life. I, I think it, the, the writers make the characters so much more real. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They, they do a great job of being able to do that. Yeah, definitely. It's just one of the many uh, great things uh, about these writers. I, I mean, I still have no idea how you can um, be able to write one whole season, you know, be able to get all the plots that you want in. And, and it's not even just that season, you know, a, a lot of the seasons they carry over into the next one, or they jump back from two seasons ago and bring something else like Jack and the Chinese and being able to fit that in for 24 episodes. And unlike other shows, um, there's not many, I mean, look, you can't have action and killing in every single episode but for the most part i don't really remember watching 24 and having any episodes or 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 a, a monday night where oh that was kind of eh. I, I mean it, it, it they're always bringing something to the plot even though there may not be an awesome crazy jack action sequence you know and i just don't know how they do mm -hmm. that not only in 24 episodes but also doing it for eight years yeah yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing the the way that they're able to do that. And so, I mean, I I, I kind of wonder how much of it is kind of pre-planned yeah. in their strategy. And some of it is um, just kind of off the cuff yeah. as they go. And so I, I kind of wonder how much of a balance there is between that. And so hopefully I'm going to be able to get, get in touch with uh, some of the writers and directors and be able to find that out yeah and so or maybe get a little bit of insight to that yeah oh oh josh before i forget because i think we're always um i think we're always into new season nine uh tidbits right oh yes <laughs> uh, i'm not sure if you saw it and um you know maybe you could definitely talk about this more with mark or or whoever's doing the the next week podcast but I, it's, it's amazing how much David Fury, for a writer of such a secretive show, he'll 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 tweet out. I, I've I've never seen this in, in the other seasons of Twenty Four when I was on Twitter, but I think somebody asked David Fury on Twitter. So, um, besides Jack, Chloe, Heller, and Audrey, are there is there another returning character that has not been announced yet? And David Fury responded with yes. I did see that. So that got me thinking, like, oh boy, who's that going to be? Yeah, or uh, what? Or I mean, there could be a number of people even that they're bringing yeah. back in. And so, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it got me thinking too. And so I, I, I forgot, I forgot about that though. Yeah, you know, it's it 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 it's amazing. I mean. You know, I feel like you could do one of those bonus episodes on, you know, even it could be like 15 minutes, you know, just if you go through each season and, you know, obviously eliminating all the characters that are dead, which there's quite a few of them and not, 
you know, there's not going to be a minor character that no one remembers. I, I bet we can come up with five or six legitimate characters that would have a meaningful uh, part to play in the new plot that is is going to be um, is going to be great to see. And 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 I guess they're really trying to keep that keep one a shocking twist, you know, because when we see Chloe and Heller and and Audrey, it, it won't be a surprise because we 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 heard of it. But I think that um, I, I think that there's that there's definitely you guys could definitely find five l legitimate uh, candidates for a comeback. Well, do you have any ideas of uh, who that might be well, or who you or who we who would like? Well, off off the top of my head and I'll and, and after the podcast, I'll go back and maybe tweet or email you guys. But I mean, obviously, OK, Tony would be a, a candidate for, 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 for that. But let's t take him out of there for the time being. Um, I mean, I could definitely see somebody like in terms of just rounding out the um, president who remember the president is somebody we no, uh, rounding out the president's, uh, you know, inner administration because they they always feature those type of people. I could see like a Karen Hayes return. Okay. Um, I could see her. I, I'm just trying to think of uh, characters that are so alive that were actually big type of characters. You know, it's so hard because most of them are are dead. Um, I I mean, I could see Karen Hayes, of course. Mandy, you know, one of our favorite returning villains, um, you know, she she always pops up kind of randomly and like for an episode or two, I could see it being that. Um, OK, yeah, off the top of my yeah, off the top of my head. I don't really know who else. What would you think? You know, they, yeah, go ahead. What would you think about Cole? Coming back. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, it, it's so funny that I, I completely I always forget to keep thinking about like season seven and eight, you know, and all those new characters, but Cole, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, speaking of, of, of season eight and, and maybe this is how they're going to work it. Do you remember when Jack was in New York in season eight and he kind of ran out of all options to call on and he called that guy who lived in that like bunker with all that high tech equipment. Okay. Yeah. I, I could kind of see a Cole or, I mean, going back to Chase, who knows? That would be really cool if they brought back Chase. But I could see, like, you know, if if he has these guys from his time in Special Forces that he calls upon when he needs them, you know, and I know it's going to be in London, so, you know, they would have to figure out a way. Why would Cole or Chase or one of those guys be in be in London? But I, I could definitely see him having to reach out to um, somebody like that to, to help him in terms of, like, a, a field mission. So... You bring up a good point that um, that Cole could be a a pretty good uh, candidate to, to return. Yeah, I, I can see Cole in a couple different roles. Um, I can see him yeah. as uh, maybe being a field agent type of person, or even right. being a CTU director. I can also right. see him uh, maybe even moving into Secret Service, maybe being able to kind of taking control of the Secret Service. Oh, and so yeah. because because a lot of his role in season eight was um, working with the Secret Service and protecting the um, president and all those people there. And so I can right, see him kind right. of taking charge of that like um, Aaron Pierce was, which Aaron Pierce yeah. would be another person that would be cool yeah, to see you come just back. Took, uh, you just took the words out of my mouth. I would yeah. say that is another 
That's another candidate. You know, I was very disappointed when they couldn't bring him back for season eight since he was in every single season up until then, you know, the only other character besides Jack to, to do that. But I could definitely see see something like that. And yeah, may you know, maybe with this president, whether it's Heller or not, the president that we have met before, um, maybe they have some kind of connection where they, you know, they ask around and, you know, they, they need trusted people in their secret service. And for one way or, or another, they, they ask around all the CTUs and, you know, Cole's name comes up. And, yeah, I could definitely see him being like the the head, head of security or something like that. So that's an interesting that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, we're going to have to wrap up here. Uh, so right. as we close, uh, is there anything that you'd like to, um, any way that you'd like people to be able to maybe get in contact with you a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. Um, I am uh, most accessible, I guess, on, on, on Twitter. It is, um, it's definitely the easiest way to get in touch with me and my Twitter handle is my last name, except the, uh, the O is actually a zero. So it's Z-0-L-L-A. My last name is Zola, but it was unfortunately taken on Twitter. I got to try to track that person down. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's Z as in zebra, zero L-L-A. And I would definitely love to, um, you know, I, I know I've kind of tweeted with you and Joel and Mark, but I, I would definitely like to um, you know, speak to all their 24 fans and uh, and get their views on the upcoming season and, and just, you know, just having discussions about past seasons also. So um, I, I, I would say definitely Twitter is the easiest. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, we'll definitely have um, a link to that also in the show notes. Um, so in oh, case anybody you. is listening on the go and they can't remember that or whatever when they get the opportunity to yeah. look you up. Uh, so we'll have a link to that in the show notes. You can get the show notes, everyone, at uh, the24podcast.com forward slash 013 for episode 13. And so we would definitely love to be able to uh, continue some conversations there as well. And so it's a little easier to make conversations in the comment section than it is on Twitter sometimes. Right. And so uh, definitely would love to be able to do that. Um, also, we do have on um, at the blog, we do have... Um, I put up there the trailer for season three, uh, which is pretty cool to be able to oh, yeah. go back and watch. Kind of gives you an overview of the season, um, kind of gives you some screenshots and things like that. And in fact, I think I might even try to grab the audio from that and see if we can tag that at the end here or something. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, so uh, you can go check that out. Uh, we have plans of trying to uh, blog a little bit more. Uh, and so, uh, we're trying to do some things like that. So talk about some of the characters, some of the plots and things like that. And so I got some ideas for trying to bring some things about um, Chloe and um, maybe a little bit about Chase. And as we get into some of the other seasons, as we um, start to introduce some new characters, maybe start to talk about them a little bit more, too. And so we'd love to hear some more from you as well. Uh, and also definitely go to um, iTunes and we would love to be able to have a uh, for you to give us a rating and a review there. And so you can go to the 24podcast.com forward slash iTunes, and that will get you right to the page where you need to be able to do that. And so we would definitely appreciate that as well. It makes us a little bit more visible on iTunes so that more people can be able to find us and listen. And so especially as uh, the news is 
starting to spread about 24 coming. People are looking for stuff, and so that can help them be able to find us a little bit better. And with that, I think that's what we're going to leave them with. So uh, thanks again, Jack, for joining us. No, Josh, thank you. Uh, and to Mark for allowing me to uh, to sub in here. It was, uh, it was, it was a great time. Uh, I, I hope... Uh, I hope the fans have have enjoyed it. You guys are doing great work uh, bringing uh, fans together from all over the world, actually. I I know you mentioned a couple people in London and and stuff have tweeted you. So um, I I had a great time. Thank you. uh, Thank you very much. Hey, not a problem. We'll definitely try to get you back on sometime, too. That sounds great. Thanks, Josh. All right. Have a good one. All right. Take care, everyone.